Good morning. How is everyone doing? Thank you so much for tuning into yet another awesome, inspiring podcast episode of Brian's Place. So this is the 20th episode. Can y'all believe it? 20 episodes. I'm very grateful to God for this gift, for the platform, and for the inspiration and motivation that God continues to give me. Well, today we have another special featured guest um, as we deal with mental health awareness. Linda is a powerful voice to the community, a bridge over troubled waters, a guiding light for those without a light. Everyone, please welcome Linda Hart. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me. Definitely. Thank you so much for coming on. So would you mind sharing um, a little bit as far as how you got started as a mental health advocate and where did your passion um, derive from? Well, my passion derived from growing up seeing mental illness firsthand, watching uh, my mother, my aunt and cousin try to navigate a system that really pretty much didn't really exist for them as far as getting resources and getting access to resources. So from there, I decided that action needed to take place and started the coalition. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. You know, it's one thing to, um, to hear about something from someone else, but it's another thing to experience something firsthand. And I think when you experience something firsthand, it gives you even even a better perspective of the issue at hand and so we are here to um want to help remove the shame and address what affects many of us you know many many people who live with mental health illness have at some point been blamed for their condition they've been called names and many times their symptoms have been referred to as a phase or as something that they can control. And it really sucks how, you know, how mean people can be and they are quick to label things. I've noticed when people don't really understand something, they are quick to label it and to um, try to categorize it when really it, um, it needs to be addressed. And instead of sweeping it under the rug, of shame let's you know let's shine shed light on it and let's peel back the layers and address the elephant in the room and address you know what affects so so many of us it's important true and i would have to say that especially within the african-american community and i'm going to use my lived experience as an example when you really not fully understand what is going on when we talk about the mind and the mind itself. There's many different categories you can put that in. As far as the stigma, growing up, I we were always told, don't go in that room. And as I grew older, it was because my aunt didn't really quite know how to share the fact that my cousin had the mental illness. And I don't think she really understood it as well either. And so... I just wanted and I felt that there needed to be a voice and then I had a cousin who committed suicide and that just really propelled me into action and making sure that access to mental health resources was available to our community. 
Wow, that is so true. Thank you so much for um, for sharing. Definitely sorry about your um, cousin, but in a sense, it seems as if it's from your cousin's passing that stemmed the drive and the passion within you to, um, you know, to, um, you know, stand up and, and fight for this uh, this cause. Well, I, not only that, but then um, I have a sister, and then um, two years ago, my son was diagnosed as schizophrenia so just the struggles and the challenges even myself trying to navigate a system even though I advocated for years it was still difficult for me and so I can only imagine how difficult it could be for someone else who really hasn't um, had the opportunity to learn the system and even though I've learned the system it was still difficult so again I, I just want to share that there is help available, and there are people out here who's willing to help, and our organization is willing to do that. Wow, that's that's awesome. Um, according to the U.S. Health and Human Services Offices of Minority Health, um, unfortunately, they say African Americans are less likely to have their problems addressed. Um, as an African American, growing up, we never heard the words mental health. It was like if if we had a problem, we just had to accept it and keep on moving. And now that I look back at my childhood, I definitely see a lot of issues where people were suffering from um, poor mental health, but there was no diagnosis, there was no help, no treatment, and unfortunately, oftentimes um, broke up uh, many families as well. Right. And, and again, historically, it was always shared, and even today, what happens in the home stays in the home. So therefore, a lot of people didn't have the opportunity to seek out resources or feel as though that it was something that they needed to talk to someone about because again, when you all your life you heard growing up, what happens in the home, stay in the home, you're less likely to seek those resources that are so oftentimes needed in a family. That is is true, and um, there have been many times now that you mentioned that that, that I. You know, I heard that, you know, what happens in a home stays in home. And, you know, sometimes people feel that sitting down talking to a stranger or a therapist was the same as airing dirty laundry. Um, talking about mental health problems was just was just something that was that was not done. And, um, you know, there's various signs. There's depression, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, a bunch of things that can stem from um, mental health issues, and it's um, it's it's important. And also another reason, you know, African Americans may resist seeking treatment is for fear that it may reflect poorly on their families, and you know, could be an admission that something in their home in their home is broken. Right, and and that's that's one of the. Um issues that that can take place but again now when you talk about mental health and mental illness now there's a a difference because on your mental health is your well-being or how you feel and mental illness can be a chemical imbalance now when we talk about schizophrenia i i look at it two ways i i look at it because some some cultures look at being schizophrenia 
actually as a gift to their tradition because they feel that they have a direct conversation uh, with God. And then on the other end, you have shame when someone says, you know, that someone in their family has schizophrenia. But again, it's, it's a chemical imbalance of the brain. So we have to look at it as such. This is if you have you were diabetic. Again, if you don't take your insulin to regulate it, then you have issues when it comes to um, how you feel. So when we talk about the different illnesses, some are where you can actually have counseling and um, be able to talk things through. And then there are some where you have to take a look at it from a holistic approach. Um, You can't say that this is the fix-all to it all because it's not. Because it takes a combination, spirituality, it takes, you know, medication, and it takes counseling, and it takes a a village, the family coming together and supporting that individual as well. Amen. So true, definitely. Thank you for sharing. And the first way to seek to treat it is to first acknowledge it. If someone goes to the doctor and doesn't tell the doctor what's wrong then they'll end up leaving the hospital in the same condition that they um that they went there and and it's important to um to be to be transparent and um obviously there's it may not always be a good feeling but it's it's needed in order to really get the healing and the help that's needed you have to show show your wounds you have to um, be transparent and you have to be in a safe place to be able to share Um, so oftentimes people are afraid to share but there are safe places where individuals can be able to share how they feel oftentimes some people may not even know that something is wrong with them so that's where loved ones you know, uh, experiencing or knowing the individual can step forward then and, and, and ask, you know, point blank, you know, are you okay? You know, um, what are you thinking? How are you feeling? So again, it, from a holistic approach, it, it takes a combination because oftentimes the individual may not know that they need help. That is true. Definitely. Um, the rapper Jay-Z once said that just as scared as black people are of cops they are even more scared of therapy um do you find some truth to that i can understand it um i I find no truth in that because yeah right (laughs) but i can understand where where he is coming uh from the place where he's coming from again the unknown and not known but as soon as you realize from the um the fact that there is help available and education involved and wrapped around that. I remember um, saying um, what my people perish for the lack of knowledge. So again, uh, that all plays into how well educated you are to help yourself, but it comes through education. And so um, again, it depends on where, where you are. Yes, definitely. And, you know, as you mentioned that there's, I believe there's definitely a need for trained mental health counselors in the schools um, to be able to sit down with parents and children to 
introduce them to the idea and benefits of therapy from a young age to help combat um, the stigma, especially in the in the African American um, community. Right. Now you also have when I um, now learning historical trauma. There are many things that happen to us as a people historically that we have not had an opportunity to sit and, and have conversation wrapped around. And that is coming out of the slavery. We never had an opportunity to heal. We just kept moving forward. And But it comes a time when we have to sit and have that conversation so that we can heal and move on. Wow, that is, that is deep, um, very thought-provoking. Um, it's almost like someone in battle or in war, they get shot but they don't stop to address their bullet wound. They just ignore and and keep going. And um, meanwhile, the bullet is affecting them internally. And until they until they are able to first get to a safe place and acknowledge and deal with and confront the wound, only then will like true healing come yeah. forth. Yes. Yeah. And, and I have to totally agree with you. I like that analogy that you put together because you're right. As that wound is sitting there and you're in pain, then you just continue to bring that pain from generation to generation to generation. And I think um, part, not all, but we are seeing some of that when we see uh, the type of infliction that we see carried from blacks on blacks. You know, some call it um, black on black self-hatred. And so, again, um, I think that having the opportunity to heal, and I, and I take a look at the, um, when we talk about other ethnic groups, how they've been able to come together. You have the healing circle with the Native Americans where they talk about um, what happened to them traumatically throughout their history. And then we have the Jewish population who talks about the Holocaust and what happened to them. But we never really sat down and had a conversation about what happened to us mm. when we were slaves. So at some point, again, as I mentioned earlier, we have to sit and have that conversation because a lot of the pain that we're carrying stems from that. Wow, that is so true. And I'm very grateful that it, more people are beginning to talk about it. Um, big shout out to um, um my previous pastor up in the Bay Area, Pastor Horatio Jones, who um, brings mental health awareness to to um, his church, um, Family Bible Fellowship, as well as the as well as the um, community, and um, just how you know we just got out of February, African American History Month, and just how our faith plays an integral part of our history. Um, so does so does mental health, and um, it's important that just as we approach faith in talking about our history, that we approach all aspects, including including mental health, because it is a part of our history. There's been generations and generations of um, people who've dealt with it. Some have sought help, but many have not. And um, but nevertheless, it is. Whether you choose to acknowledge it or not, it is still a part of you and needs to be, um, you know, talked about. Right. And it's okay to have that conversation. And again, it depends on 
having a safe place to do that. And uh, you mentioned Black History Month. We wrote a legislation which recognized the second week in February as African American Mental Health Awareness Week, signed by the governor in 2011. So throughout um, California during that time, different workshops are held, uh, educational presentations are held to bring more awareness to mental health. Wow, that's that's awesome. Um, per- progression is made um, as as I think Martin Luther King um, once said, "We've we've come so far, but we still have so far to come." And I believe that's um, that's the same. And so, if there's a young person out there who may be listening to this, who is starting to notice some possible signs of mental health, but isn't sure how to go about treating it, or if there's someone who's been holding on to the shame concerning their mental health issue, um, what would you what would you give say to them? Well, I, I would definitely share that. First of all, they can contact our agency at heart h-a-r-t-l dot a-a-m-h-c at gmail.com and we have a lot of resources where we can share with individuals to get the help that they need awesome that's great i was just about to ask you um if people want to reach out to you and need help or if they want to help um stand up for the mental health how can they contact you again Heart, H-A-R-T-L dot A-A-M-H-C at gmail.com. Okay, thank you so much. And also the um, the mental health hotline number is 877-726-4227. That's 877-726-4227. And I just want to take some time to let you know that if you are dealing with any type of mental health um issue um i want to let you know that it's okay to not be okay um that you are loved greatly you were created in god's image and um i'm always reminded i don't know if you guys have seen the movie wreck it ralph but in the movie there's um this girl by the name of Penelope and it's an animation cartoon movie and in the movie she has a glitch and every time she tries to move and go places with the rest of the characters in the movie she starts glitching like and you know things in a computer do but at the end of the movie she realizes that her gift I mean that her glitch is a secret weapon she has to win the race and that her glitch is her gift so I want to encourage you um, whether you know someone who may be dealing with a mental health issue or may whether it's you yourself um, that it's it's okay there's no need to be ashamed we are all made in God's image but he has made us all differently some people are short some people are tall some people have um physical disabilities some people have mental disabilities but nevertheless we have all been made in God's image and we are greatly all loved by God so much that he sent his son for us he didn't just send his son for those who 
are perfect because the reality is none of us are perfect but the awesome thing is is that even in our weaknesses even in our frailties even in our inadequacies and in the midst of our imperfections he still loves us and i just want to let you know um you you know you keep waking up each morning because there's still purpose attached to your life god doesn't just keep waking us up morning after morning just because he has nothing better to do but as he said in his word in jeremiah 29 before you were in the womb he he knew you he formed you and created you with a purpose so just know that there's still purpose attached to your life and i just want to again encourage you and let you know that it is okay to not be okay well linda thank you so much for coming on and just uh remember to the world you may be one person but to one person you may be the world thank you well thank you for inviting me and again if you need help seek help amen all right well thank you guys for tuning into yet another empowering episode of this podcast again if you desire to reach out to me with um you can do so by email davidbdp35 at yahoo.com. You can reach me at Instagram, bridedavy888, or on the home screen of this podcast. If you click message, you can definitely leave a voice message. Well, as always, this is BDP, Brian David Porter, living in purpose, on purpose, intentionally. And until next time, you guys be blessed.